Hello, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful souls. This is the podcast and video series, It's Time to Remember. So, now we're going to talk about the spiritual business. A spiritual business is something that I feel like many of us in the spiritual industry can be craving up until this point of time. So it's this matter of craving to create a livelihood out of something that you really love and adore and is connected to, that being your spirituality and the whole softness of this world. And it also comes into and down to this aspect of the spiritual business being the complete opposite of the modern society's framework of work. That's like a real eight to four kind of uh, form where no matter how you're feeling, no matter what you are doing, no matter yeah, what day or what season it is, you just have to show up, get out of bed, do this, do that, stressed in a box of something, listening, following, doing, selling your time, selling your soul, selling your essence for something that's not really fulfilling you, but it's serving the purpose of giving you salary that pays your bills and gives you the safety of being survival uh, in this world, so to say. Mm -hmm. The spiritual business in itself, in its character, can simply shine upon the opposite of that. And the opposite of that can go both ways. It can go two ways. It can go the way where it's like an illusion. So here we have, for example, the spiritual business in Bali, where I used to live, or in, um, I don't know, just when wherever in the world that just looks so magnificent. And it looks like the work is a vacation. You're not working. You're not doing anything. You are literally just living this amazing, thriving, radiant life. And somehow you just abundantly let in so much on doing that in your spiritual business, not fully knowing what you do there, but it looks so amazing. So I now, in my modern way of having installed myself, gets this longing of having a spiritual business to not work, basically, up until this point of time. Not necessarily in the conscious level, but in the subconscious level. level. So I am so done with, I am so exhausted by, I am so deeply heavy and drained by this constant work, constant control, constant forcing, where there's not really room for my needs, that my need is a vacation. And the need feels so long that the spiritual business that looks like a vacation then gets to be my radar. Ooh, this is what I want to do. 
So I wonder what they do so they can live by vacation. That's like one way of pursuing the spiritual business. And as you have might picked up on already, that way of pursuing a spiritual business is in my deep perspective, a complete illusion that makes the pursuer of that path exactly, makes them very often quite bitter, feel like they have been scammed, feel like it, that was a fake uh, business something. They just painted this picture. It wasn't really that. I didn't really learn anything I could use of anything. And if I try to do what they do, it's like it's not working at all. I'm miserable. I'm broke. I'm just now a nomade, um, like living uh, abroad. And I'm like fucked basically up until this point of time. And then the blaming starts. Oh, this is also this whole industry, the spiritual, all of that me. So the other aspect of spirituality and spiritual business is the spiritual business where we are not running away from society frames that are not serving us. We are not running away from the conditions that we're in right now. No, we are feeling a calling, not a need, but a calling to step into service with something that's coming through us. So, of course, human needs is there. It is completely legal, completely okay, and also very much motivating to wish to have a strong spiritual business so established that it can not only support you in your life and in your bills and in your vacation and in your family, but it can also support you in your dreams and in your next steps and in your luxury, to be honest. Luxury just actually being quality. Can I surround myself with quality? Can it be organic food instead of just food, everything being a range of the lowest and the highest within. Can I and may I go after the highest quality? So a business like that, completely okay to have that framework around it. But first thing, to notice, first thing to get very clear about in yourself is, if I'm sitting here right now listening to this because I have a dream and a longing of creating a spiritual business or to upgrading my present spiritual business, am I then right now in the energy of running away from conditions or leaving behind, shutting the door to, or am I in the ankle of something sacred is coming through me that I wish to offer to the collective? That is the absolute first thing to be willing to look yourself in the eyes of without judging yourself, without making yourself wrong at all, just being willing to see. 
Because your willingness to see is your willingness to discover and to get very conscious about where are you standing right now. If you are standing in the first example, and my apologies that it was a little square, I just took the full cliche, uh, which Instagram, for example, have been quite slammed about over the last years up until this point of time. This pretty perfect uh, spiritual um, all palm tree kind of picture up until this point of time which is not necessarily the picture of an illusion or anything fake at all, but it's just a cliche of that being that. I hope you understand what I'm saying with it. So your willingness to just get to know yourself very well right here, because that willingness is what gives you the complete knowledge of where your wind is right now, where you are standing. Are you right now placed where you are placed? With the wind in your back or with the wind straight coming at you or to the side? It has a tremendous effect on your ability to create a spiritual business. Should that actually be the complete alignment with your soul to create that spiritual business that is in flow with you? As we know what we resist persists, right? We know that. We have deep, deep, deep experience with that up until this point of time. We can never run away from anything. If we try to run away from busyness, for example, and then create a spiritual business, we will have a very busy spiritual business up until this point of time and be like, man, those people that can just go into work where they don't have to create anything. They are literally just there. That must be like a vacation up until this point of time. <laughs> so where are you at? Are you pursuing dreaming of a spiritual business to run away from modern unhealthy conditions? Or are you feeling a calling to bring something to the table? to offer something. When you are feeling this honest calling of offering something to us, then spirit, and now, now this gets very spiritual because then spirits are supporting that. Energy are supporting that. The universe is supporting that. The guidance are supporting that. Like all the surroundings are actually supporting that because your intention is clear and your calling is clear. And it's not about you. When we remove you from the brew, so to say, when it's not about you, you having a spiritual business, but it's about you having something to offer to the table that comes so much that it's, it's just you, it's coming through, it's there. It's such an offer. People are already wishing for it, needing it, asking you for it maybe even. And you see that whenever you enter a room and you sit by a table, no matter where, what, you always tend to bring this magic to People always tend to pick up on, they always tend to ask 
within the subject of you or this theme or this emotion or somehow you see this is super calling. It's called for. When you are in that element of bringing it through, there is so much support around you. So the next thing to note for yourself now is what is actually coming through me? What is it that I am called to offer? And now we are not talking about what product, what, what offer as, as offer as a like business uh, work. We're talking about the print into those, this world, like the touch into this world the presence into this world, the medicine into this world. Am I offering like deep presence of calmness and stillness that automatically creates this effect of like calm nervous system and less stress in the surroundings, in the rooms and in the people I tend to touch by my presence? Then that's coming from you. Boom, that's your medicine. That's a massive calling. And how many can right now just feel into what a massive, massive, massive medicine that is to actually bring that through in a world where the collective nervous system is literally standing completely shattered up until this point of time, both right now in this shift of uncertainty that many are reacting to, but also just as an effect of this modern world where it has been control, force, run, busyness, where it has almost, oh, almost it's actually an, an underestimated word because it has actually completely been the cool thing to be busy up until this point of time. The cool thing to swing it all, to do it all, to all the time be in the run and in the um, achieving mode. And if there's one thing that completely opens our eyes and our hearts for something else than that achieving mode, it is if you, as a woman, and now this is just a, an example that that comes directly to women now. But I think as, as man, you would, you would be able to hear it also. Because if you, for example, as a woman, step into the birthing scenario in your achieving mode, you are literally fucked, to be honest, up until this point of time. There's no baby coming out of that system at all it's like a long birth because you are not in your creative zone of spaciousness you are not in your soft you are not in your openness you are not in your surrendering you're not in your breath you're not in your presence you are literally not in the state where our nature has placed us as being able to both create and give birth to. Therefore, all women comes back with this 
deep clarity after birth being surrender. Surrender. I was not able to force it. I was not able to leave it either. I was not able to any, in any way control that birth. I had to surrender completely and soften and allow and go away from resistance and just like, ugh, you know, like pancake on that floor element of, okay, I then become this pain. I then become this breath. I then become this complete openness, no matter what comes out of me. I allow, I allow, I allow up until this point of time. So how wild is it actually when we think about it that we have built upon a whole modern society upon the achieving stressed nervous system, busyness, square box element of life, family life and work life even health, to be honest, with the constant, let's yoga all the time, or let's run all the time, or let's have a personal trainer all the time, let's do all of that all the time, up until this point of time. When nature so clearly has spoken and shows us with every single birth, that's happening so many times each day, what stage we can actually give birth in. So a spiritual business is a creation of conceiving and birthing. A spiritual business when it is in its element of not being about you, of not being driven by the willpower of you or the ego of you or the traumas of you that are wishing to create some business because it makes you feel good or it makes you have a role or it makes you feel right where you have always felt wrong before or whatever it can be when it's not about you and it becomes about something far superior than that. It becomes about giving and offering and bringing to the table what you can. That becomes such an humble energy to create a spiritual business in. And it's an energy that do not like to be controlled, forced or pushed. So that being said, already there, we can completely annul remove, delete the aspect of you being in a good soil to create your spiritual business. If you are in all honesty, in a complete desperate mode in your life of lack, for example, it literally creates quite an extraordinary ability to shift energy and uplift to another reality to create a spiritual business out of desperation and lack because it is opposites in the, in, in the room. It's kind of like saying, I am now painting this wall white with black color. 
you, you're quite far from the result you wish to have right now, up until this point of time. So if we are right now, and this is the next question for you, I would really invite you to tune into if you're pursuing a spiritual business. If you are right now in a state of, of honestly lack and desperation and such a painful wish of creating a shift in your life, that that is the consuming energy of you. Then first of all, I just want to say you are not alone at all in that. So many are discovering the needs and the longings by the pains. So it's not a wrong place to be at all. You have done nothing wrong. It's just inviting you now up until this point of time. But there can be a very great effect and great result, like a shortcut for you. If the desperation and lack energy is very present, and therefore the impatience energy of this creation that makes you constantly want to control when this spiritual business open or, you know, like force the process because you really need it to come now, but it's just not there. The clarity is not there. Then it can be such a shortcut to Disclaimer, what I'm saying now might be a little unpopular, but I really deeply mean it. So hold space for your heart now up until this point of time. It can be such a shortcut to take a temporary safety move right there. Because your ability to create your spiritual business from a state where you're not desperate, where you're not in lack, where that's not the overall impatience energy of need, your ability to create when you are out of that is so much bigger. And this is where resistance can come because if we have had this history of just working with the wrong work, selling our time, hating our life every morning when we wake up and have to go to work up until this point of time. The thought of taking something temporary to not be desperate, to not feel lack, but to have this safety mode on, like I'm good right now. I might not do what I can feel I am to do, but I'm lifting myself into the zone of that. The feeling of taking a temporary job or a temporary service or like whatever it may be can actually create so much resistance in the spiritual field up until this point of time. And it can crash with this beautiful wisdom of I get in life what I tolerate and I set the frame. I just have to wish upon it. I just have to manifest it. I just have to say no to that and yes to that. And then I create. Yes, unless you are in the frequency of such low survival mechanism that you are literally not able to create what your soul wish or create anything that anyone can hear or see or understand or come near you with because it is smothered in with this toxic energy of all the despair that's surrounding you right now up until this point of time. 
So it is a massive key to also here go into the deep surrendering mode and being like, okay, how can I then do this? How can I right now pursue something that can give the salary that brings me out of desperation, can give the uh, abundance that brings me out of this lack energy so I go into my breath again <sighs> because I'm good. Bills are taken care of, family are taken care of, I'm, I'm okay here. It's not my element, it's not what I'm meant to work with, but I'm okay here. Without taking a job or a service where you are hating your life each day, because then you are just continuing the spiral, but bringing it up into something that you are able to surrender in and allow to just be exactly that, a temporary beautiful neutralizer in your very powerful energy field that literally manifests like insanely out of your system all the time. And this has just amplified here in 2021, where all the energies are so much closer to us. The veils are thin, both to the light and to the darkness. Everything has arrived right here. And we are all being opened up to far greater abilities, intuitively and connectedness and all of that as well as the depth of our emotions and what we're done with. To take a temporary job in your pursuit of a spiritual business is such a shortcut if you are in all honesty in this desperation mode. See it not as a job, see it as a neutralizer, a very intelligent move. It's like putting on a meditation. You neutralize whatever is right now allow that is alive that is keeping you in that despair frequency where nothing can come in and nothing can move. It's just painful. And you're bringing another energy to the table. This is actually you taking deep responsibility of you and your energy and your creation. It is you moving in the right path. See, if we do not take those steps right there, if we do not take those temporary offers, I have seen many times a self-sabotage uh, happening up until this point of time. And I actually have a very, very, very clear example on this. This is not a spiritual example. It's a very earthly example. But that earthly example is quite spiritual anyway, when we look at it, in my opinion, at least. So I know one woman. She's uh, older than me now. And from many, many years ago, she went to the state and she took an uh, education she uh, took a beautiful education and she thought she was going to live there in uh, America, like for all her life, I think, actually. But suddenly her, her uh, visa 
ran out and she needed to come back to Denmark. And that was like a very heavy thing in her heart. It was a full on boo. And that boo, that navigation put her straight into victimhood because poor me that I was not allowed to stay in the country where I wished to be up until this point of time. So that frequency, that energy was activated. That energy just amplified and melded into the Danish conditions then because then it was all about that the government salary that we can get here in Denmark, yeah? and the lowest salary that we can, we can get just by being Danish citizens didn't come through to her because she had now been living overseas for so many years that she actually counted in as like a foreign job. So there were special, special uh, things around that. That amplified the feeling in her being like, poor me, super victimized. And not just poor me, but also stupid them. Poor me, stupid them. And it just, all the experiences she had, like every, pe every person she talked to, every element of this would just always go into the picture of that. It was, would always like reaffirm that. Poor you, the cards are never in your hand. And uh, stupid them, the rules are horrible up until this point of time. Long story, super, super, super short. This is almost 10 years ago that this woman came back. What she did was she moved in to her parents' house. She couldn't find a job because poor me and all, there's something wrong with that job. They didn't want me for that. That The energy just kept amplifying, amplifying, amplifying. And the self-sabotage that I really wanna, wanna all errors to point at here, which, ha which has the, the comparison to what I just shared with you is that there was one key element that created the situation for her. And that was, like if we are to, to simplify it, of course. And that was the single fact that because she had taken this fancy education in the state, she refused to go into anything less than that at home. There, there was several of offers to her, but it didn't match her identity. It didn't match what she wished. She was simply too good for that in a way. She was too educated for that in a way up until this point of time. It created massive resistance. And the thing is that the work she always would pursue, the jobs she always would like send her resume to, they weren't a match because she had never worked before. She had, take, she had taken an education in another country that wasn't a known education in this country. So it didn't really have that ballast of quality. It didn't really have that approval up until this point of time. And she had never used it in her work because she had never worked with it. And over time, that education, as you can imagine, just went older and older and older 
old news in a technology um, industry, actually, where things are going quite fast. So if you took a education within marketing or, or technology or something like that, five years ago, 10 years ago, then you are like, it's, it's not necessarily what the companies are looking for now in this point of time. And the manifest now is actually uh, still quite strong because even though she now has been able to get like a couple of works where it's like an internship and then she can get pay afterwards, she still lives with her mom and dad. Because the pursuit of anything else could never fit into the mindset of poor me and there's never enough of and all the other is wrong and it's never going my way. You know, like I always have that bad hand up until this point of time. So where was that open window to get an apartment and to to invest in that life, to invest in and trust in, I can actually pay a rent. No, it felt more safe to stay right there and stay in the conditions, stay in the mindset of, I have this fancy education, no one want me here, the government are bad because of this, and so on and so on and so on, up until this point of time. So still this day today, 10 years later, still there, completely stagnant energy. A few jobs has been in the field, but she's the first one to be let go of each time up until this point of time. And fired again now in this uh, restriction time up until this point of time. One key element again, we send her deep blessings, blessing, blessings, and trust that we all get to experience exactly the pains that we need to grow. And sometimes it's long chapters of pain because we need that. Oh, you know, we need to really keep stepping in that mud Ugh! because we are so stubborn. We are holding on to whatever spirit and life is trying to teach us. If, and now I'm just painting the picture, if this beautiful woman actually just said, okay, navigation time, I will take the less prestige job out there should that be the case, I'm willing to sit in the supermarket or I'm willing to go hand out papers, you know, newspapers, or I'm going to do, 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 whatever it could be that's considered like one of the lowest uh, jobs with the less pay, just to make an example. That actually in itself would completely stir up the energy. It would shake the back. It would create a stable income. She could move out of her parents' house. She could go into her own apartment. She would most likely have people there so she would talk with. She would have colleagues. She would have relations. She would have created a complete new world around herself that would be the stepping stone to the next. 
But in that stagnation where we refuse to, because we hold on to, even though all conditions in life are mirroring back something else. Yeah. Stagnated, you go, nothing moves. And a spiritual business for sure is, is quite far away from that state up until this point of time. Unless it's like just, we're just playing that I have it. I just made a website. I just say I have these offerings, but there's no customers. There's no business. There's no nothing. It's just a, I'm doing this, but I'm absolutely not at all doing this because there's no flow, no energy on it up until this point of time. So this was an example of why taking that temporary something can be such a deep shortcut in such a brilliant move of neutralizing and how life sometimes can just be like, oh, it is not time that you need, dear. It is shift. And time does not necessarily by itself give that shift. You are the one choosing up until this point of time. Hmm. This brings me into the next element, actually, which is within spiritual business, also the spiritual understanding of consciousness within work. So, for example, right now we're living in this time. We're living in this very, very, very interesting time. We are uh, right now having this global crisis so to say where we are living under restrictions no matter what country we are in right now up until this point of time and without using too many of these words that we would understand for this chapter because i know uh, all channels all social media all like everything we put this on just picks up on it no matter what so I don't want to use those words but you know exactly what I mean um, in this time there are different results there there are different aspects of the effect and the consequences of people in this time of restriction where for example here in Denmark we have had closed stores for many months now in chapters up until this point of time so first of all it's very interesting who is placed in what level of consequence right now that are, there are people right now in this uh, reality that we're living in that are not really that affected by this. People that's like, I, 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 I actually worked from home before as well. I do that now. It's the same. I've always been quite introverted. Like I'm literally not that uh, changed in this aspect. And my finances wasn't interacted with an ability to show up in a physical room and having a physical store it was another form than that so of course we can feel it but we're not that affected and then there's layers of it 
And the layers that's like the lowest, the 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 really affected one, that's that's the whole store. Like all the entrepreneurs that has their stores that are closed right now. So it's like the, the hairdressers, it's the uh, makeup uh, artists, yeah? It's like the cafes, uh, the restaurants, in a way they can do takeaway though. But it's, it's like, it's those kind of industries. Right now, to make a comparison to the situation with this girl that took her education in the state, right now, these people are standing and taking literally all the hits in this society in a way. They are paying the big bill on all of that's happening right now up until this point of time. And I know several of people in that uh, industry and it's very painful to witness the one energy of complete despair because what can I do? What can I do? I am just under some rules that are literally costing me everything that I built, everything that I have used years on building, my livelihood, my customers, and I am still paying the bills for my store, for the rental of the room, for my products, for all that that is the cost of my monthly uh, having this company because my company is not closed yet. But how long can I keep this before I need to close it up until this point of time? So I'm, I'm dropping this very, very, very present uh, pain point within this spiritual business or not even spiritual business, but within the business of right now in the restrictions that we are living in up until this point of time. And I'm dropping it because I want to make it very clear what energies that awakens. So that awakens despair, that turtle mode of lying, you know, on the back as a turtle being like, I am literally lying right here until someone boop, scoops me to the other side. I am powerless. I am without any, any, any um, ability to move myself out of it. I am literally fucked up until this point of time. And right here, I am just seeing everything that I have worked for go down the drain and I am uh, miserable and I'm so fearful for the future. So we are again in despair. We are in lack. We are in desperation. We are in all of the lowest frequencies. We are in deep survival mode. Right here, and this is the next angle of spiritual business, Right here, we can go two ways. The one way we can go is the waiting game. I stay right here until things change. And now this is not just about this scenario here, because all of us that has been on like a, a very either bumpy or, or on, um, on normal path of work, to, so to say, we actually know this element from our own life. Like, oh, okay, it might not have been government uh, restrictions, but that feeling, I kind of know it. And, um, and it's a waiting game. Things will shift maybe right around the corner. 
can I just like stay here a little longer? But right now we're actually in a time where many people in that industry is literally on their last drops on that lemon that is being squeezed. So the other thing to choose is navigation time. Navigation time. And the navigation aspect talks into the spiritual business. And that's why I'm dropping it here in this conversation. It talks into the spiritual business because it talks into the consciousness of the creation zone of you putting your sacred offers out there. So are you, and this is the next one I would like to invite you to write down or like really take an honest, deep look at, at yourself, you getting to know you within the subject. Are you open? Are you open to navigations, to new forms, to creations that is not necessarily what we know the best in the society until now? That is not necessarily, you know, what's the approved way of working. That's not necessarily in the frames of what you were taught or what your parents will say, yay, well done to, or anything else. So navigation time, we have seen that, we have of course seen that when we look at, at how we earn money as a collective and, and the whole world. We've seen that thing with creating jobs that wasn't really acknowledged in a way where it can be seen in many levels. You know, prostitution is one. And let me make myself very clear. I'm not sitting here and saying, let's go and prostitute ourselves at all. It's not that. I am merely making the example of there's some kind of works that actually works for someone when we do not judge and uh, might not work either, but that's serving a purpose that's not acknowledged by the society. Prostitution is an example of like the, the contrast element of that. And then we have other examples, which is like abundant, successful company without, within like something completely uh, risky for some, but extraordinary for others. That could be like, for example, the um, uh, investments, you know, like stock market or crypto, or that's like also a very well-known uh, factor of of many people be like, oh, that's too scary for me. But working very well for some. And then we have different aspects. And right now, it's all about, do we allow ourselves to stay right there in the stagnated energy of despair? Or do we open ourselves to the possibility of navigating away from what is approved, what is acknowledged, what we know will like be social, socially uh, cool, and create something completely out of the new. I believe that this time we're in right now is stirring up, shaking up so deeply the perspective of doing things as 
the government wish and what's normal because we are only one lockdown or one, you know, like point on the shoulder to be fired away from losing that safety. What happens if we navigate and we create something completely new for ourselves? Something that I love deeply, deeply, deeply is all that's within breaking the system uh, thoughts. And when I say break the system mindset, it has absolutely nothing to do with going with a hammer and breaking an existing system at all. It's about anchoring away from that system. So if you see for yourself that you're standing like eye to eye gaze with the system, it is what you know, it is how you work, it is how you earn your money, it's how you pursue things, then it's a matter of saying, okay, I'm anchoring myself away from that. So I now stand with my back to that. And I am creating another system that completely removes the power of the system that I'm right now a complete hostage in. I'm in jail in this system right now because I cannot move uh, from these restrictions and my livelihood is like fucked up until this point of time, if that's uh, the thing. So many opportunities lies right there in the willingness to angle yourself differently and in the willingness to open up for something different. So please note that for yourself. Are you willing to look at work, to look at finances, to look at safety? What's safe? What's smart? From a whole new world perspective. Boom. We have so many opportunities in this world. And it all comes down to what are you open for? What are you closed for? I have a friend that has a friend, you know how it is, that are like a massive millionaire now, like hundreds and hundreds of, of millions, like a very, very, very strong businessman. And you know what he started with? He started and came from, from, so to say, nothing, didn't come from money at all, actually came from the opposite and had a strong wish of something that made him open. One day he was sitting at the computer and he was scrolling and suddenly he saw this ad from Turkey, this ad of a big condo uh, society, so to say. So like, so like a, a kind of a village full of condos that was built like almost done. And the project, product, project has, had ended because the government there couldn't um, approve something that needed to approve that could make it finished and make them sell. So he could buy it for one Danish krona. This whole village of condos. This man was like, Danish man, was like, you know what, I'll do that. Boop. And he pushed the button and he bought this whole thing for one Danish krona. In all honesty, just tune into yourself now. Would you have done that? Because I know many, 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 many people.
people that wouldn't, and I'm not even sure I would actually, in all honesty, up until this point of time, because what would I do with such a big uh, thing? And if it's not fully done and how much would it cost me? And the risk would be that if it doesn't get approved, then I need to uh, pay all the costs to get this whole village of condos like removed. Like this could, uh, like, and it's in another country. Jesus, uh, I just don't have the energy to put myself into this. He was open. He was like, wait, let me give this a go. So he did that. And the first man he had on the team to finish the condos, that was literally like 90, 90% done. It was so little it needed. When he shared to this, this construction man, you know, like, oh, we, we just need an approval from the government. Who do we know? Then this man said, my dad is in the, in the um, board of, of that. I'm sure we can get that through. Within a few weeks, it was approved and he could sell it for like, I, I think she said, I think my friend said like two and a half million per condo, which built him the first 200 millions Danish kroner on his portfolio. Boom. I have goosebumps all over my body when sharing this because it is such an extraordinary story that just mirrors way back to us. Yes, it is so easy, that move. It is such a gift. Would I have taken it? Or was that too good to be true? Or did it come with risk? I, I, ah, I couldn't. Where am I at when it comes to the possibility, the openness, the complete difference, something else do I dare to? And what will people say? How much power does this have? Up until this point of time. And in the same way, now I'm dropping something in the, in the full knowing and disclaimer that this can be a trigger point for some. If this is, then please hold space for yourself because this is not meant to trigger. If it does, take a look. It's a beautiful invitation to be like, oh, I'm closing here. But for example, I mean this, what I'm going to say now. If the whole beauty industry, for example, if all the hairdressers, if all the people having stores right now that are closed, where they're like, oh, we, we got we to, gotta, uh, you know, lock the doors now and I'm going to lose my livelihood. If all of these people just come together and say, you know what, let's just go into a common union business forms that are already made out there forms that are already made out there for example network marketing which you know i'm in the oil industry the patera which is such a beautiful beautiful uh, new paradigm part for me but there's millions of different things of this just think of it if let's say 100 stores say let me invest in this let me now I'm just saying buy oils for 1,500 kronas. And we all do that on the team. Every single one get an insane salary right there just by doing that. 
Just take a moment and think about this. It has absolutely nothing to do with any store or any product, so to say, or any, any uh, scam. This has something to do with, are you open and willing to see your possibilities and what can happen when we come together in that? Now, this here is deeply relevant because this mindset is so directly combined with the spiritual business aspect of building it. Because when spirit moves you and I'm giving you instructions to, how will you deliver your great service? We either close in on that's the way to do it, because I see that's the way it's done in the spiritual world, or we are open to, I feel like this. I feel like creating that. It makes no sense. I've never seen it before, but it's literally what's coming through me. Are you following your instructions on that or not? Do you dare to open yourself on that or not? And it is also about where to be in that creation. Are all energies leading you to Bali or not? Or Costa Rica or Ibiza or I could continue, yeah? Now I'm just mentioning tropical uh, like lands because we're in Denmark right now, yeah? So that's like a longing for that tropical, beautiful ocean. Ah, oh, palm coconut paradise. But, but like literally down to each instruction, am I open and am I willing to navigate and follow the instructions? That's a very good one to be very honest with yourself about. Because what we do not want to do in the spiritual business is we do not want to make a copycat. And then we can go into the spiritual subject of, is it even possible to make a copycat in spirituality? Because in spirituality, nothing can be copied. It's all, nothing is owned by anyone. It all belongs to us all. We all is able to tap into everything. If I can dream it, I can be it, and I could continue. Well, you let the results talk to you. But I assure you, if you see something from another and you're like, that looks cool, let me build exactly that, then the likelihood for you to succeed with that is quite low up until this point of time. If it's not your magic, if it's not your print, if it's not your sacred honor of the alignment of you. So, and this is the next one to note. The willingness within the building and pursuing of your spiritual business to shut down all strong inspirations that might make you unconsciously unconsciously copy or lean too much into that way of 
using the words, that way of making the visuals, that way of um, painting the pictures or having the products. Because you are insulting the creativity and the alignment of your soul. You are building something that's already built. The world very rarely needs that. So it's very rarely deeply supported. And if it's supported within spirituality, it tends to be in this way where it's like a really short support, where the support is, is like actually just like a popularity wave that you're riding on that someone else started. And because it's popular, it's cool now, but there's no energy moving you. There is no vessel of original guidance within it. So it can never, it cannot evolve. It cannot continue. You know, when that popularity gets stalled, you're like, oh, what now? Because you are out of alignment with your sacred creativity uh, guidance, so to say, that's combined with your soul and your purpose. And this is actually, if I am to make like a cliche in this, this is actually one of the biggest mistakes that I have sadly been witnessing throughout my many years in the spiritual industry up until this point of time, both here in Denmark, but also in Bali. A little more in Denmark, I would say, than Bali, uh, in all honesty not to actually say quite a lot more in Denmark. Because what I feel is such a shame to witness is when a spiritual open soul that actually has lots of gifts, lots of things to bring to the table, is tapping on, sucking on, like, like you know, like a mosquito, you know, anchoring onto sucking sacred liquid inspiration from another into, into their own creation. And it looks kind of like, where is the energy pillar in you, your words on social media, your print, your website, your offerings? If you have uh, this spiritual open gifted person that's just not in its own vessel of creation, it tends to look like this weird jumpy uh, element of being like, wow, now you're into this. That feels like that, okay. Wow, now you're into that. That feels like something completely else, okay. Wow, now you're doing that. Ah, okay. It might all look spiritual, but it feels like it, 10 different people right there in that because it's 10 different vessels of guidance connected to 10 other souls. Where are you? Where are your voice that stands for something? Where are your worthing? 
you know, your words, the words you share to your sacred girlfriends and, and friends and partners, the way you particulate things, the, the way you spin the words in art through you, where you really mean it, where are your colors on that website, on that visual stuff of your offering? If you walk into a room and you are such a blue essence, blue, 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 and you maybe even love blue, then your website needs to be blue, 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 blue. It doesn't matter whether orange is the most popular color and the people you like have orange all over if blue it is what enters with you we can find you when you paint yourself blue make sense we can find you when you use the words that's yours and that comes through and this is where also spiritual business and consciousness goes very hand in hand, because if you are sitting in creation of your business being like, oh, I wonder what the best headline for this offering or for this website would be. Mm, maybe this is what would sound good, or maybe this is better because that's like short. And I have uh, read in marketing that it needs to be short and catchy. I think that's cool, that's good, yada, yada. But you would say something else of it to your friend. It's literally a different sentence coming through you. Then it needs to be as true to the sentence coming through you as possible. Because words and pictures and posts and all of that which we are visible and willing to be seen of the world has nothing to do with the words that stands there or the pictures or actually the colors. What it is, is it is energy. It's energy. Is this your energy or not? Is this in deep alignment with your energy or not? The strongest energy will always win. The strongest energy for you is your energy. Your soul energy. The offering that comes through you directly as they come through you. If, for example, I am a person that find myself saying and thinking and, and articulate words like, uh, you know, I'm just saying a sentence, but, but for example, this would be very me actually saying like, this is absolutely crazy, insanely important because. Hmm? Then if I want my website to have sealed the energy of me, making the people of my people, my tribe, the people I am here to put my sacred energy and offerings uh, to, to make them find me, then I need to set exactly that sentence on my webpage. 
Is that sanction something that uh, the communication experts of uh, the conscience of website would say would be the best one? No, they would say, uh, you know, in Danish that it would be Munapuk. Ah, you cannot write that. You need to write it more. And within spiritual business, it is my deepest experience, belief, and shamanic wisdom of energy imprint that when you are so deeply rooted in who you are and how it comes through you, then that sentence there is the most brilliant sentence of all the content. Because there we feel your energy so deeply, 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 deeply. And that's what makes us go through the door into you because we can feel you. So just imagine you doing that all the way. You're doing that with the colors, you're doing that with the words, you're doing that with the offerings, you're doing that in, in the way you feel like making the offerings, you know? Let's say you are a deep, 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 beautiful space holder for listening ear, helping people transmute completely through just listening to their sharings and your whole presence inviting such a calm harmony by doing that. And you know that because it has been mirrored back to you a million times in this life. It's easy for you. You see yourself do that everywhere. It's the medicine of you and who you are. You bring that to the table, whether you wish or not. And you then also keep seeing this, this weird picture in your mind with you taking people on a walk, for example. That can be a, an interesting crash to the normal uh, way of building a spiritual business if we go into normality. Because it would be like, oh, but a one-to-one -one would be uh, online or sitting with a cup of tea or why do I keep seeing a walk, for example? Well, my deep advice is to honor that walk completely and be like, I am the walking space holder, the listening ear that helps you transmute by the deep medicine of actually being listened to. So simple, yet one of the most underestimated elements of this world. How many of us have not been calling our men or our girlfriend up on, please listen to me. Are you listening to me? All mirroring down to, am I listening to myself? This is an example of an offering that might not look normal, but might be the most brilliant, needed, easiest, completely flow-bringing offering coming through you because you are honest and in alignment with the creation coming through you. Please shut down the voices of all others when you are creating and bring in the magic through you. So we can see you, feel you, find you. 
And as an ending line, a closing line on exactly this. This is a time where we really need you, you know? We need the leaders, the entrepreneurs, the first movers. We need every single soul that feels a calling to add in something beautiful to the collective. Now, we need every single soul to step up, show up and deliver that magic. It's like a cup of coffee with sugar in it, you know? That one tiny piece of sugar does something. Two tiny pieces of sugar does something. 10 tiny pieces, 20 tiny pieces, 100 tiny pieces sweetens the difference out of the taste of that coffee. Just to make a very uh, sugar coffee normal example here. It's a numbers game. Frequency is the same because energy never lies and the strongest energy always wins. The more people shifting into this new world, new paradigm, magic of delivering your sacred abilities, which is the seeing eye, it's the musicians, it's the artists, it is the creators, it is the authors, the writers, the poets, space holders, all that has to do with emotions, with softness, with, with, with everything where the soul, the heart and connection comes to life. That is what has such a massive support now. It is the creation of the new. The more, the greater the shift because the sweeter the coffee changes the taste. And then the rest follows, yeah. And it's actually very interesting as a closing line, because in this time zone that we're in right now, the great shift, the lockdowns, the restrictions, all of this new world order thing up until this point of time, it is very clearly that there is absolutely no one that will get more business just around the corner from this than the psychiatrists. This is right now in all the papers. This is like a very logical, scientific thing because this has been so hard for the soul and the mind for so many people that, that people need to be catched after this because the whole foundation of safety has been shattered. It creates a massive effect up until this point of time. So this field, beautiful, beautiful women and men, this field of your creation, of your sacred offering, the psychiatrist just being a symbol of the need, there has never been a greater time for your offerings. To be super spiritual, amazing, and, and you know, like, soft and like humble and I would love that I don't necessarily think I'm the right one or or what could I ever bring to the table that complete humbleness 
beautiful, super much a sign on we need you on the table. As you are not ego-driven, it's not about you. And now it's a matter of choosing that, leaning into the right people to support you in that, walking the path of that, bringing yourself out there, bringing yourself to the table, daring to be seen in the way that's honestly you. Hmm. Up until this point of time. And then we could go into the whole conversation about wrapping the power of windows in your creations, but I think we will leave that for the next chapter and close it beautiful here. I hope this gave you exactly what you felt like to activate right now. And whether this resonates or not with you, this is meant to awaken whatever needs to be awakened in you in this field. Fullest, fullest, fullest support on that beautiful journey of yours into the creation of your spiritual business.